The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. King Herod heard about Jesus for his fame had become widespread, and people were saying, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Others were saying, he is Elijah. Still others, he is a prophet like any of the prophets. But when Herod learned of it, he said, it is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised up. Herod was the one who had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. Herodias had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. His own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? Her mother replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. It's really a really a shocking and gruesome story that we have before us today. And it's, uh, it's a little bit difficult. We just sang the response, the gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's a little bit difficult to make sense of that as with the, with the passage that we have before us today, because when we say the gospel of the Lord, we're saying the good news of the Lord. And it's hard to see, see in through this passage where exactly the good news is. And I think, I think it's, Ours to, to puzzle through this and to start to see, try and see what exactly is good news about this. And so the, the passage starts with Herod, King Herod in Jerusalem, taking notice of, of Jesus and everything that's going on. And St. Mark gives us this story, uh, this gruesome story of how ultimately St. John the Baptist uh, comes to his death. And there, there's something about the way that John the Baptist dies that it sounds so casual in the way that St. Mark relates it. And I think this is to help us to see a sort of distinction between two types of, two types of kings. 
Herod wants to, be, wants to be known as the king of the Jews, king of God's people. And St. Mark is showing us that he's manifestly not because there's no, there's no way that somebody that behaves in this fashion, in this really dark and, and sordid way, could ever truly be the rightful king of God's people. And instead, we're supposed to look to Jesus the one who is attracting the notice of this king, this, this dark king, this king who's putting Jesus' cousin to death. And we're able to look to Jesus and see that, well, he is claiming to, through his life, through his ministry, through his actions, through his healings, the healing and restoration that he's bringing to, to all the people around him, he's claiming to be the true king, God's true and anointed king at the head of his people. And He's exercising his kingship through these very actions, through this life of service, this life of self-giving love. And the good news that we can take from it, the good news that it's, it's hard to work our way around to this, but we can look to Jesus and say, no, we know who our true king is. We have the true king that is able to exercise his, his authority, not through love of power, not through ambition, not through personal self-aggrandizement, but rather by looking around to, every, to everyone around him with no sense of self-concern, no sense of ambition, rather pouring himself out in, in, in his life, in his love for all those around him and so raising up a fallen world. He's letting the light of, of, of truth shine forth through his, through his actions and through his life. And the good news is that he... he extends the invitation to live under that kingship, under that rule that treats humanity with respect, with dignity, that treats, that, that is founded on love, on self-giving love, that, that kingdom extends to even us. And so we give thanks. We come here together as a community. We give thanks that Jesus has welcomed us into his just and saving rule, the, the kingdom that does not treat its subjects the way that we see John the Baptist treated, but rather is able to be loving and bring uh, wholeness and restoration to people, we give thanks to God that he's given us our King, Christ Jesus, who rules by love, that brings restoration to our hearts. We've encountered him. He's called us be to him today. And so we offer ourselves through within in Jesus, uh, through within in Jesus to the Father, because we know ourselves to be loved by him. We know that Jesus' love that is in contrast to anything that the world can offer, the world that does not care about its subjects, we have the true king that not only takes notice of us, not only cares for us, but has the power to make, but has the power to make us great, that has a, the power to make us truly human beings Bring us to full flourishing. And so we, we come forth, we, we come forth with, with full heart and full voice, strengthened by his love, filled with his life and his spirit, and we go forth proclaiming the good news that God is king. And these, these kings that are, that are mockeries of what true authority is, they don't have the real authority. It's our King Jesus who lives and reigns that is working out his rule and bringing salvation to a fallen world.